RTL Original Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Luxembourg History Podcast, brought to you by RTL Today. My name's Tom Tutton and I'm your host for our second series. Today we're going to recount the tale of Loschbohr Man, the oldest human skeleton ever discovered in the Grand Duchy. We hope you'll enjoy the podcast. Now, regular listeners of the Luxembourg History Podcast will know that we tend to focus on Luxembourg's modern history. Today, though, we're going back deep in time, around 8,000 years to be precise, to a time when humans were on the brink of a new age and the first documented Luxembourger would be tragically left behind. To start off then, let's refresh our memories of ancient human history, which, if you're like me, you haven't given a moment's thought to since primary school. This is an ever-changing field, the central tenets of which are constantly being challenged and re-examined by fresh archaeological finds and improved dating technologies. In other words, no one really knows anything for sure, and especially not me. But let's give it a go anyway. The first humans, that is, members of the Homo genus, to reach Europe from their origins in Africa arrived less than two million years ago. These were Homo erectus, and they were followed by a wave of ancestral species, the existence of some of which are highly disputed, such as Homo antecessor, Homo heidelbergiensis, Denisovans, and of course, the Neanderthals. Our species of modern humans, Homo sapiens, emerged in Africa around 300,000 years ago, and is widely believed to have arrived permanently in Europe around 40,000 years ago, where they encountered the Neanderthals. That said, a bombshell new study in July 2019 dated a Homo sapiens skeleton in Greece back to as far back as 210,000 years ago, which, if true, would completely reshape our understanding of ancient European prehistory. Either way, after a few thousand years of coexistence, fighting and interbreeding in Europe, the Neanderthals died out, leaving sapiens to rule supreme. By around 8,000 years ago, or 6,000 BC, all other species of Homo had probably become extinct worldwide, and there were around 5 million modern humans dotted around the globe. And one of them was a little man from the Mullethal Valley in present-day Luxembourg. Let's jump forward by about 8,000 years. On October the 7th, 1935, a schoolteacher and amateur archaeologist from Luxembourg by the name of Nicholas Till led a dig at a site now known as Loschbohr. It lies on the banks of the Black Ants River in eastern Luxembourg, between Reuland and Mulletal in Waldbillig commune, not far from the well-known Schiessentümpel waterfall. If you haven't been there, I definitely recommend a visit, although don't go expecting Niagara or Iguazu Falls, it's pretty small. On that day in 1935, Nicholas Till's team discovered an almost fully formed skeleton in a rock shelter. It was taken to the National Museum of Natural History, MNHN, in Luxembourg City, where it still resides. Archaeologists were able to discern that this was the body of a Homo sapiens, but the secrets contained inside the skeleton's genetic makeup lay hidden until this century. Why? Well, in recent years, DNA sequencing technology has advanced to the point where the genomes of long-buried bones, including those found at the site in Loschbohr, can be reconstructed and analysed to reveal long-lost secrets. So, in 2014, DNA was extracted from the upper molar of the Loschbohr skeleton. The results of the study, a collaboration between Luxembourg archaeologists and David Reich's team at Harvard, 
demonstrated that Loschbormann was one of the last native hunter-gatherers in Europe. Now there's no way he could have known it, but in the words of Adam Rutherford, a well-known British geneticist, Loschbormann was standing on the edge of a revolution that had already begun and would shape Europe and the world forevermore. How dramatic. Loschbormann lived on the cusp of the Neolithic Age, which had begun in the Middle East with the development of agriculture around 10,000 BC. But he was no farmer. The DNA study allowed archaeologists to confirm a number of details about what Loschbormann would have looked like. He was indeed a man, he almost certainly had dark hair and blue eyes, his skin was darker than the average white present-day Northern European, he was around 160 centimetres tall, he weighed around 60 kilos, and he died between the ages of 34 and 47. That wasn't all, however. Buried alongside Loschbormann were a number of flint weapons that would have been used to kill deer and wild boar, and this information pointed to his method of subsistence. He was a hunter-gatherer, not a farmer. Now this hypothesis was confirmed by analysis of Loschbormann's DNA. He had a low-carb diet and was lactose intolerant, unlike 90% of modern Europeans. Information from Loschbormann's genes also helped to establish that Europeans' ancestors probably came from three separate historic migrations. The first, around 40,000 years ago, who mated with Neanderthals and eventually outlived them. The second, around 7,000 to 9,000 years ago, who were the first generation of Europeans to develop agriculture, and the third, most recent wave, coming from Russia around 5,000 years ago. All in all, then, Loschbormann has contributed significantly to our understanding of European prehistory. For that, even if he was backwards for his times, a hunter at a time when farming was taking over the world, we owe a debt of gratitude to the first documented Luxemburger. That's all for today's episode. If you're interested in finding out more about Loschbormann or this kind of biohistory, I can highly recommend Adam Rutherford's book, A Brief History of Everyone Who Ever Lived. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us for the next episode of the Luxembourg History Podcast. This episode was based on an article by Thomas Tutton, script adaptation and hosting by Thomas Tutton. Brought to you by RTL Today.